before we go right there, I was reading on Shabbos an incredible thing that's Negea, something we learned, we mamish just finished. The Zayar in the beginning of Parshish Yisrael says, no, I saw a quote, I saw a quote, I saw a quote. The Zayar in the beginning of Parshish Yisrael says that in order for Kabbalah Satera, you have to have all Chalakim of the Kaima of Klal Yisrael. And that includes Kehanim, Levim, Yisraelim, and Gerim. And that's why Batantara happened after Gerus of Yisrael. We find, after that, because of that, a pattern in history that every single Kabbalah Satayr or Nisina Satayr, Matantara, afterwards involved a ger. So the next mountain tire was Purim, Kimu Vikiblu Masha Kimu Masha Kiblu Kvar, Virabim Meameya Aretz Misyadim. That the mountain tire of Purim also involved a Gerus movement. The next Kabbalah Satira was the Chasima of the Mishnah, which we've been discussing, Alpayim Taira. We've been discussing Rabbi Noah Kaddish, the end of the Mishnah, the end of Psak, Rebbe, and Antoninus. Antoninus, like we learned from Yushalmi and Taisis, Antoninus was the Ger integral in that Matan And the final Matan in history was, this I heard from Remechel Zilber, was Al-Yideh and therefore the Grah was involved intensely with the Ger Tzedek Avilna Avram ben Avram. And every single Matan that we've had involved a Ger, like the Zayar said by the original Matan But such I was morning thought it would be interesting. Can you bring a Mars uh, No, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. We now <coughs> continue. So the Mishnah which was on Ches Aleph. The Mishnah, after it listed Idei and Shalev Dekei which we got involved, Kalamde was the days after the Tkufa, Saturnur the days before the Tkufa, Kratzim and Yem Hashem Al which we just learned was the day of the inauguration of him or his son, in Meshivin Melech Ben Melech and Raimi, Yem Aleidev Yem Hamisa. So the next the next uh, holiday that the game celebrate is Yom Hamisa, and Reb Meir just says any old Yom Hamisa counts. The Chachamim Aimrim, no, is a qualifier. Call Misa she Yesh Basreifa Yesh Ba'avodis Kechav. V'shem Basreifa Ein Ba'avodis Kechav. Depends. A day. That a king dies, a Yom Misa, and therefore the subsequent yard site, that involves burning of his property, that's Shain Ayontif. That doesn't involve burning of his property, doesn't <coughs> iskin Yontif. The Ritva says, very logical, that if people burn begotten because of the death of the Melech, it shows that A, he was beloved, B, he was accepted. And therefore, a melech that was beloved and accepted, 
then people are apt to to taka make his yard site and for sure is yamamisa into a celebrated day and if not not so we seem to have a machlekes between Reb Meir, who doesn't differentiate, and the Chachamim, who do differentiate. If a yard site only counts when they do serefa, so says the Gemara. Yehi Maklal. We see from here the Reb Meir Savar. Reb Meir doesn't care. It doesn't matter a misa or a yard site that they did burn his property. Or a misa that they didn't burn his property. The guy will still worship. Whether or not they burned, I'm sorry, we are on Daf Yud Aleph Amid Aleph, first wide line, or second wide line. It doesn't matter whether or not they burn property, Lezechar Nishmas, this king. In either case, he's a worshipped king, and, and, they, and it still would be a Goyish holiday, a Yom Id, that would therefore be ushered to conduct business. To which the Gemara comments, Alma, Serefa, Lav We see that Serefa is not a which means if Sreifa would be a chayk, a Goyesha policy, a Goyesha rule, a Goyesha law, then that would be the trigger, that would be the litmus test if it's a holiday for Avedazara. And therefore, we will be able to tell if they do burn, then it is Avedazara. If they don't burn, it is Avedazara. Since Reb Meir <coughs> doesn't qualify it with Sreifa, you see that Sreifa is not a chayk eivikechav. Now, hint, hint, why, why do we care if it's a chayk eivikechav? If we could do it for ourselves. We're trying, in other words, we're trying to get under the hood over here. We're trying to figure out and trace the reasons for burning clothing if they are themselves intrinsically an act of Avedazar, because if they are, it would be usher for us to do. If they're not, it would not be usher for us to do. So the Gemara is making the following cheshbun. From the fact that Rameyer assers and calls the day of the death of a king a holiday for Avedazar regardless of Sreifa. So you see Sreifa is not a thing. Sreifa is not a chayk. Sreifa is not a law. Meklal derabbanan savri sreifa chukahi. And from the fact that derabbanan do, from the fact that derabbanan do tailor it on sreifa and say only a yemamisa, a yard site that involves sreifa is also to do business with them. And if not, not. Vice nice in the sheet of derabbanan, sreifa is and therefore Sreifa wouldn't have be usher to us. That's really where we're getting at. So says the Gemara, this cannot be true. This cannot be true. But Tanya, because we learned in a brisa, we are able to burn 
a king's property after he dies, and it is not a problem of Darkeh HaMairi. So Darkeh HaMairi is A, a misnomer, because it has nothing to do with Emairi. It's the real love in the Torah of Uvichukai Sehem Leiselechu that we are not allowed to do Chukai Sa'akum. I'm going to have to discuss this at length. We're not allowed to do Chukai Sa'akum. The Goyim that the Yidden happened to encounter when they came into Eretz Yisrael were Emeirim, so it picked up the name colloquially Dark Emeiri. And since it picked up the name Dark Emeiri, the first encounter we had with Goyim, so the name Dark Emeiri stuck from there. But in those Dark Emeiri, it sounds like it's like Xerah Drabana. It's not. It's an Isra in the Torah of Uvu The first game we happened to encounter was Dark Emeiri. Fine, now that we got that out of the way, says the Gemara, the Brisa says, we Yidden are able to burn property when a king dies and it is not a problem of Dark Emeiri. And therefore, your whole line of reasoning cannot be true. Your whole line of reasoning cannot be true. You're saying that according to a mayor that it's not Tully in burning vice dice, it's not a hike of Avedizar. According to the Kham that it is Tully in burning, it is, a, it is an Avedizar. Therefore, it will be also for a year to do wrong. A year is able to burn. Now, we have to understand right now, this is the subject of this big thesis on the side, Dira Maschal V'i. What relationship the Goyim do has to us? That's a very bad sentence. Which means, if the Goyim do something, is it automatically dark Yehamayri? Let me give you a couple possible problems with this. Number one, 95% of the things you do, Goyim do also. So I, I drive a Toyota Camry. It's a very Goyish car. It's made by Goyim. It's delivered by Goyim. It's serviced by Goyim. And 90-something percent of Camry drivers in the Velt, probably 99% of Camry drivers in the Velt are Goyish. So why isn't it dark Amiri? Uh, Pringles potato chips. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Coke Zero. Made by Goyim. Enjoyed by Goyim. And it's a Goyish product. So it's Coke Zero, Dark Amiri, Nike sneakers, etc., 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 everything. So why isn't Dark Amiri everything we enjoy? Meaning it's everything we do Yiddish? No, we do plenty of mutual things that both Yiddin and Goyim enjoy. Number two, number two, let's say the Torah says to do something, but it became adopted by Goyim. Let's say the Torah said something first, but then the Goyim hopped onto it. For instance, we see in the Gemara, meaning like, you've been to a lot of chasanas. You ever saw saw anyone throw rice? No, it's a Goyim Shazach. Well, we've had Gemaras that they threw clay and said Goyim Shazach. So obviously once upon a time it was a Yiddish Shazach. Then it became a Goyim Shazach. So can they co-opt something that is ours and then then it becomes then Dark Amiri? Like and then how do we how do we copyright something and make sure that it stays Yiddish so we can keep it if it needs to be Yiddish for us to do it? 
Where does Dark Amiri start? So Tesis grapples with this. And in one of the Mahalchem, Tesis says as follows. There are two categories of Dark Amiri. There are two categories of Dark Amiri. Number one, Shtusim. Here's a lesson, not mine. If something is a shtus, i.e., it has no practical, useful, inherently enjoyable gishmak, then it's dark hair Which means there goes our Toyota Camry Coke Zero Pringle problem. The reason why Toyota Camry, Coke Zero, and Pringles and Nike isn't dark hair is because it's very gishmak. It's not a it's not a Davershoshtos. It's a very reliable car. It's not a Davershoshtos. It's a very enjoyable product. It's not a Davershoshtos. So the first category of Darke Amiri is Dvarm Shoshtos. Dvarm Shoshtos, if you cannot find a Makar in the tariff for it, become Darke Amiri. So this category of Darke Amiri is the biggest category, but it has. Two massive areas of heter. If the makar, if the type, the category of of of, of dark emery we're dealing with is a davar shal shtus vehevel, something inexplicable, so then you have two heterim that will make it mutter one hundred percent. Number one, if the Torah talks about it first. If the Torah talks about it first, then just because you don't like it, you don't understand it, then that still can become mutter, even if the Goyim co-opted it, because Dover Shal Shtus only answers if there's no other explanation. So if A, the Torah talked about it first, then it's not a Dover Shal Shtus that they invented. B, if there's intrinsic Geschmack, then we can continue to do it, even if they do it also, like Nike sneakers, because it's not a Dover Shal Shtus. It's intrinsically Geschmack. <coughs> Those are... That is the, the one category of, of Darke Amiri, Dvarm Shoshtos. So, for instance, Black Hat is Darke Amiri because it's, it's, if it checks all the wrong boxes and checks none of the right boxes. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. And it's not like particularly Yagishmak or Nakishmak to walk in front of a Black Hat. And the terror makes no mention of a Black Hat generally. There was more brachas we had about but besides that, the, so therefore, oh, that is a that's dark yamayri walking under a ladder, mirror breaking. The Tysis gives an example: a, a deer walking in front of you, knock on wood. These type of things are dvarm shoshtos that is not preempted by the Torah and not excused by intrinsic gishmak. So they become usher dark amari. We're not going to talk about kapars with chickens in public. That that become that's that's dark amari. What's kishmak about standing up for a kala and chazon to come down the aisle? Oh, that's a mishnah and shkala. You 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 stand up for a mitzvah. No, it's not. You stand up for a mitzvah. Rabbi doesn't stand up. My rabbi do, he does. It's it's. I asked. I remember in twelfth grade we learned kedushin. And Rabbi Glazer said, it's because of you stand up for Eisei Mitzvah. What about Muslims? A lot of them don't hold, they don't stand because it's a Dajah's minute to stand up for the Chassidim. Really? Yeah. 
Yes, he was hacking it because the cow is not really doing a mitzvah. When did that start walking down the aisle? Harold Katz is very intense. I can't imagine that. Oh, really? When is the walk down the aisle? I don't know. Back to I don't think they walk down the aisle. It says that the rebellious home was. Well, the rebellious home interfered other than Chava. So, what does interfere mean? It's not Muhammad, so say that one. You ever been in an Israeli wedding? You ever been in an Israeli wedding? You have one. There's no aisle, really. They just, no, but they, they walk but straight from the. Walk, but they still walk in between. Of, in between. They still walk. Yeah, but Pasha, it's not an integral part of the show. <laughs> My friend. Understood, but if they just if you have a lady that had Nisuin, she can have a hard time marrying a kind. Even Chopa. But he could say hurry on on the school bus. And, 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 and you have Kedushin. Right. Not Nisuin. But the, the, the Chopa itself is, is not doing anything until they leave. You're, you're talking big machlegs. We're showing them machlegs round and round them. Anyway, when did the aisle start? <laughs> <laughs> the aisle is in men on one side and women on the side are walking into the chuppah. Walking in and everyone watches them walk. I think that's ancient. Really? I don't know. But the, the, the standing up for the Qasim Kala started in Europe. With churches. So, just saying, I was at a Qasim Bar Park. There was no aisle. It was right outside. <laughs> anyway, so that is, that is one category of Darke Amiri. The other category of Darke Amiri, and this is much, much, much more restrictive. Because black hat, there's no interest in black hat. They were talking about black hat. You said black hat. Black cat, as in meow. You know, you say no but you say black hat. I mean, like, say black cat. Black cat. Thank you. Much better. Okay, fine. Black hats. A black hat. Black hat, halacha headlines, not, uh, notwithstanding, and my dear friend Ari Wasserman, um, black hat is a, is a, a Hale Gezach. Black. Where's it from? Shkallam Tereglazer or what? It's not from Shkallam Tereglazer. My rabbi wear black hats. If you, if you do what your rabbi did, you'll always be good. Even if you don't understand it. Um, like the, the same thing. Huh? And they're saying the same thing. Wow, shit. <laughs> if if Ratia stands as little as me, that's amazing. <laughs> anyway, so so that is category A of Dark Amari. Dvarm Shostros. Like we said, too big heterim. If it's preempted by the Torah, or if it's or if it's Gishmak intrinsically, then then that's a heter. The other one, and this is according to one shot in Taisus, so if you go through Taisus, don't scream at me until you finish. Um so, so the other thing is things that are intrinsically avodah Things that are intrinsically avodah lose both heterim, even if they're inherently gishmak, and even this court, this and and even if the Torah had talked about it before, even if the Torah did it and it got co-opted by avodah boom, it's out. That's how. So how, but how what's the difference between talking about and just like doing it out by the Oh, so, so, a lot of literature on this, a lot of raid. 
Avedizara is first of all only chayiv when you mean to do it. Like 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 we just had the Gemara in Megillah, which is the Gemara in Megillah with with Achashverosh. Hashem Baruchai said, "Eh, they just bowed down to Avedizara to Nevuchanetzar for show." Hey, bleyasu elulafanim. Avedizara needs kavanah. A mice of it is there without Kavana still mice of it is there. Armor Mutter, um, uh, you know, just uh, for, for, to praise the God, to praise the governor. That's all heterim. Something that is not a mice of it is there, just the Goyim do as, as, you know, way of their service. If you're doing it not in the way of their service, it's not even of it is there. It's only, it's only dark and my, uh, like if you decide, like it is, they don't do it in service. They do it because of avedizar. It's avedizar related, right? So, for instance, like Halloween, right? Like Halloween, something like that. So Halloween has has in in avedizar, but no one will tell you when random shagets goes down the block trick or treating is being oivet as avedizar. So that's a classic. It like well, let's let's go back. Let's. It is gishmak to take candy from your neighbor. That's what we did a whole Tuesday, right? It is gishmak to take candy from your neighbor, but but it, it's still not a hetter because that is an uvechaksem leiselechu of avodas are related. They don't do it as an avodas, so like you're saying, it's not an avoda, but it's an uvechaksem leiselechu. So it's good, like don't eat meat for Lent, right? But you're not eating meat, and they're not eating during Lent time. Good point. I don't know exactly how to handle it. Good point. Good point. Good point. What about this astrology stuff? Yeah. The, like, that's a different, that's like, that, those, those, that's a different lot. What do you say? If, if, if they started shaking Lula for a Buddhist so would we stop doing it? Palm Sunday. I don't know. That's a mitzvah, not, not, a, not a policy. Not like a, not like a Hanhaga. Ken's and a mitzvah, you're right. Um, what do you have a policy in the Torah? I'll give you an example. Give you, I'll give you an example. I can't prepare. Give you an example. I, you should know, like all these things are bothering this concept. The some cipher and chuvas and Mishpat says as follows: Are you able to daven barefoot? Other religions are makbid to daven barefoot. Can you daven barefoot? So the some cipher applies all these rules here. We find in the Torah the concept of You don't ever have to be shalnalach. It wasn't said to you. Set the measure of it. Right? It's not Lulav. So the Kahanim. Huh? So the Kahanim. No, that's a Drabbanon. Is it? But the Kahanim aren't allowed to wear shoes for Dukhaning? No, I'm talking about the Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that's a Din. Yeah, that's because they need because their feet need to touch the. Yeah, it's a Chatzitza, right. Um, but it's beside Kahanim. And it was Davening. So we find in the Torah the concept which preceded everything yet other religions co-opted davening barefoot so ask the Chesamsever could you daven barefoot? So the Chesamsever answers very simply if you're in a society that people go around barefoot it's not a bizarre I mean, if you walk into Eichens and Shul barefoot you're making a mockery of the tefillah but if you're, if you're in the Shtachim and like Dalem Getazai you know like maybe we're saying like, you know, the whole shoe the whole foot is, is Begalui then that's a normal zach. Of course, you're allowed to daven like that. Ah, other religions took it. It's from the Torah. That's an example of something that that is not and not necessarily an avodah to their avodah zara. It it checks all the right boxes and doesn't check any of the wrong boxes. That's an example. It's something more practical. It's two in the morning. You've got to daven 
So you roll out of bed and you're barefoot. Yeah. You have to, start, you, you, you have to put your shoes on, put socks on, the whole thing. Um, yeah, so the Chesim says, yes, yes, you have to, because here in America, no one does anything respectable barefoot. But that's I'll cover the field. Nothing to do with what we're talking about today. But it, it would be like, I mean, if that's how they dive in, so it isn't kind of related to Tavay Dazar. Tavay Dazar, yes, but it's, it's, Arabs it's, don't do it to Tavay Dazar, so it's not... Yeah, Christians don't don't go bare for when they dive. So he's saying it's only one. He doesn't know Yeah, if we don't know about it, it can't be us. Okay. Okay, so that is... That is a very, that's a very, very important thesis. I'm sorry it took so long. That's a very important thesis. Um, so, Almasrevatanya, we learn, Sarf and Alamalach and Valemi Darke Mari. We're in the middle of a sentence. And if it is a chaik, if it is an Avedizara, if it is a rule of Avedizara, Anan Hechi Sarfinan, how do we yidden? Burn king's property. Vaksiv Ayurmiyo said. I'm sorry, Vaksiv. So says the Gemara, you're right. Like we're saying, burning stuff for kings is never a halacha of an avadizara, which then would be impossible to do. No one would go against it. According to his Pshantai, says, no one would go against it. It's always usher. It is a question of respect. Whether or not they respect him enough to burn stuff, they still worship, which means they'll take any opportunity to worship, irregardless of respect. Only a Misa that has Chashivus, Upalchiba, and therefore they worship it, Veshem Basrefa, Le Chashiva Le Palchiba, they don't worship it. That's what we're going to get to tomorrow.